0: You're listening to the My Morning Devotional Podcast, episode 448. Today's Devo is called Accepting the Love of God. Hey, I'm Allison Elizabeth, a faith-filled, coffee-obsessed baker from Miami, Florida. As my dreams widened and my to-do list got longer, I found it harder to find devotional time. After seeing many people struggle to do the same, I set out to produce a five-minute daily dose of heaven. This is the My Morning Devotional Podcast. Good morning everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of the My Morning Devotional Podcast. If today is your first day tuning in, welcome to this community. My name is Allie and what we do here is pray together every day, Monday through Friday. We have a Facebook community that you can become a part of today. The link is in the description below and you can pray over others and also ask for prayer requests from people as well. We also have a Patreon community and an Instagram that you can join and be a part of. And now for everybody else tuning in day in and day out, I welcome you back. I hope that you've had a beautiful week so far and that you are truly enjoying this little mini love series. So today we're going to be talking about accepting the love of God and it's something that I used to struggle with a lot until, um, and probably something that I still struggle with, but Recently, I really understood the power of accepting his purest love and so it's something that I like to touch back on uh, daily when I you know when I talk to him on my own. and uh, we're gonna be reading out of Romans chapter eight verses thirty five to thirty nine in the message version and it says, "So what do you think? with God on our side like this, how can we lose?" If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his one and only son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Who would dare even point a finger? The one who died for us and who was raised to life for us is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way, no trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying, threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks, they pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. And I label today's default, accepting the love of God. This version of the passage is probably my favorite because it really lays it out for us in black and white. There it is. There is nothing in this world that can separate us from the love of God. But the question is, why is it so hard for us to accept it? Why is it that In scripture, it's listed that we're sitting ducks. They pick us off one by one. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. Why does the world hate Christ so much? Now, I think that our success in life comes from perception. And I'm going to tie it back together. But how we perceive any situation will will determine our reactions to the situation and ultimately our relationship with that person or thing. The example is... Text messages. A tone in a text or a tone in an email can be completely taken out of context and we can really hurt a relationship without even speaking a word to the person. In the world that I work in, we have clients and oftentimes we introduce ourselves to our clients in an email before our initial phone call. And so much can be misunderstood in an email exchange if the person reading the email has very little knowledge of the marketing terminology or if they read a sentence with the wrong punctuation. And I think that the the same can be said of us when we're reading the Bible. And I think that that's what happened or has happened in our society, in the world. I think that they hate Christ because they have a bad perception of Christ. They misunderstood the punctuation. They misunderstood the text. And they have the tone misconstructed. Now, if we can misread a text, the question is how much more often can we possibly be misreading our Bible? And my prayer today is that we take the text in here very seriously. And in order to do so, we really have to boldly accept the truths that are outlined here. But when we do that, we find that this is not only a manual to life. It's not just a roadmap, but it's also a love letter from God to his creation, us, his, his chosen people. So all we need to do is make sure that we always make it a point to understand his text to understand his word, to understand why he has given us this road map, and then to freely accept the love of Christ, to freely accept the fact that he sent his only son for you and for me, to really understand why that was necessary and why that happened and how today you and I get to live in that freedom. When we accept the love of God, when we accept that there is nothing in this world that can separate us between that because of what Jesus did for us, We will live beautiful, freeing, and embracing lives with our Creator. So the prayer for today. Father God, we love you so much, and we know that there is nothing that can separate you from the love that you have for us. Today, we commit to reading your word, reflecting and accepting your pure love. We thank you for loving us with the magnitude that you do. We thank you for sending your only son for us. We pray that you bless this beautiful Wednesday, and it is always in your son's holy name that we pray day in and day out. Amen. So there you have it, your five-minute daily dose of heaven. Thank you for tuning in today.